Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware. There's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl. Looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal. Feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. This is Yowie Central. Welcome to the show. I'm Sarah. Here at Yowie Central, we explore the latest on Yowie research in Australia. We hear Yowie witness testimonies and we talk to the seriously dedicated researchers out there. And because I've always been obsessed with anything and everything to do with mysterious phenomena, we dive headfirst into rabbit holes galore. Paranormal encounters, UFOs and alien abductions, cryptid creatures, orbs, psychics and anything else strange and mysterious. The Yowie Central Trucker and Baseball Cap giveaway is now done and dusted. Thank you so much to everyone who sent me a lovely email. I was genuinely chuffed to receive such lovely feedback it isn't easy to know how you're going in this work because it's just me in my studio, you know. So I was overwhelmed with the feels to get your kind words. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you missed out on a Yowie Central cap, I'll do another giveaway later in the year and there will be lots of new merch for you, like T-shirts and stickers and all sorts of things like that, uh, when I launch the website with the new Yowie Central logo. So to get into it today, what would you do if you had an evil spirit lurking in your house? One that could open doors, scratch skin leaving bloody marks, one that looked like a young girl but could scream like a demon. 
What would you do if aliens came to get you and took you to their spacecraft? My guest today has experienced those events and she very kindly agreed to share her experiences with us. So let's get into it. Here's Lily. You've so kindly let me know that you had some interesting <laughs> stories to share for Yowie Central and and they involve, well, you've been interested in paranormal uh, activity for since you were a kid, you mentioned, but you've also got UFO stuff going on. So I'm dying to hear yeah. about it. I've had to sit down and kind of have a bit of a think and write it all down and get my you know, when it happened and all this kind of thing, get it in order. So I've I've got some dot points here to make it a bit easier for myself. Cool. <laughs> I've never really spoken to someone about this to an extent like this. You know, I've mentioned it to my partner, Nathan, and they're just little stories, you know, more or less, because no one, you know, they weren't there. You're not, you're not really going to get it. But, um, yeah, I've definitely had some weird things. When I was about 10, I'm 28 now, when I was about 10, the fam- our family moved out to Yandina on the Sunshine Coast there from um, Coolum Beach. Mm-hmm. We'd just got a really beautiful little bit of like a beautiful home at like the back of Yandina in this beautiful like new estate they'd just built. And our house was like like our backyard backed onto – it was the very last bit of the estate, so it backed onto like a big grass hill and then the bush. And so – one day, uh, my sister and I were on the trampoline and we're just looking up at the clouds and lo and behold, this like quite a large silvery white like circle popped out of the clouds. Sorry, not like a circle, more like a, you know, like your saucer sort of shape. And it's popped out of the clouds and we're both looking at it and I don't know a single thing about any of that at this point, like. I'm like, what is that? And we're looking at it and then it zoomed, like flew so fast to the left. So just completely to the other side of the sky in like a second. And then, but we could still see it on the other, like perhaps like 200 metres it, it, it had flown. And we were like, whoa, what, what is that? And we're looking and then it did it again right back to the right-hand side, like right across the sky again and we were like whoa and I'm thinking that's not an aeroplane or anything and we've yelled out to dad 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 come out here and look at this and it went straight up straight up and gone and dad came out and was like you know what's going on and we kind of just looked at each other and went oh uh, oh you know don't worry I'm not too sure Um, and that was that for the first time. I mean, my sister just thought that was really strange. What could that have been? But yeah, I just didn't really think about it after that. No. Um, so what, what did so it look we, like again? Um, it was like a, like a, it wasn't shining like a light, but it was very bright, silvery white saucer shaped thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, so it had a, like so, it looked round to you and had a bit of a dome it, it on looked, the top. It or? looked, yes, yes, exactly, like a like a like a sort of saucer with a bit of a dome on top. Was it and all the same uniform colour? Yes, it was all look. I mean, it's quite far up in the sky, but it looked to be all smooth and like all perhaps like 
silver. So then in the light, perhaps it was giving me that white and silver look. Just the speed of it and the way it was moving, I've just, just never seen anything like that before. And then as soon as we yelled out for dad, it just went straight up and like out of, out of, out of view. And so that was that. And then what, because we'd moved out to Yandina, we had changed schools. And so I was in year six and started this whole new school. And I just like, <laughs> it sounds really silly, but in my like little kid brain, I just felt really like everyone there was weird because it was like the country and I was from the beach and like, you know, it was just like, I was like, who, what's wrong with all these people? They didn't know anything that I, like they didn't know, for example, the music I would, was listening to at that time. Like, I don't know, Avril Lavigne or something. <laughs> I just thought they were like, I was like, what are these country people about? You know? Anyway, so we're at the library one day um, and this boy in my class walked over and gave me a book about UFOs and aliens. And I just looked at him like, what on earth? I, I hadn't told anyone what I'd seen or anything. And he's like, this is a really weird book. You should read it. Anyway, I flicked through the book and there's all sorts of images and photos and sketches and things of UFOs and all this weird stuff. And I'm just like reading it going, what the hell? <laughs> and so I left it at school. I was like really scared after that. I was like, oh, my God, like maybe I've seen a UFO. And anyway, I told dad about that and he just kind of went, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then I'm not sure how much longer, but we only lived at that place for half a year. So it mustn't have been too much longer. Me and my sister again are out in the backyard looking up like over the back hill and we could see all these like black dots sort of zooming all around in the sky and I thought they were birds and I'm going, oh, my God, look at all these birds. What are they doing? And, like, they were just moving quite, you know, all over the sky, like like, like a bunch of birds would in, like, a wind, type, like, um, just like lots of birds sort of all flying together in a flock but going all crazy ways. Yeah. And so we're looking at that. And then they kind of all were breaking apart and doing this kind of <sighs> – like a sky show I don't know it was really weird and then they all zoomed off to the mountain which is like in the distance behind the behind the big hill like all at once they just went and we were like what what the hell was that that was weird like and the more I sort of thought about it they weren't they weren't they weren't the shape of birds they were just like dots like perhaps from a distance they look like dots they could have been perhaps round shapes like like a sphere like like an orb or something mm. and then that was kind of that and we're looking at each other going what is going on out here this is really weird yeah how many and, how many do you think there were oh like hundreds or oh perhaps maybe 50 like okay. like larger than a group of 20 but not 100 no I know it's really hard to tell distances but especially if it's things are up in the air, but did you get a feeling for maybe how far away or how high they were? Well, well, right now I'm sitting in my front yard and there's quite large pine trees and I'm thinking probably about that height and they look to be maybe 100, oh, I don't know if that's, perhaps 100 metres okay, up so in the sky. So not that not far away. Not too high, yeah. no, no. That's why we thought they were birds because we were like, oh, wow, what are they, what's all this? And how big were those dots from where you were? Were they basketball size, or were they little. more golf ball or? Um, like from what we were looking at them, 
like a sparrow kind of bird, like a very small, uh, perhaps maybe like an orange shape size. And um, all black. Yeah. yeah. And then the second they just kind of all went off in the one direction, it was just like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, okay, they're gone. And then that was that. How strange. Um, and how random that, that that little boy gave you a book on UFOs after. That still trips me out till this day. I still think about like why, why did that happen? You know, I had never read or looked at UFOs or aliens ever. I wonder if he'd um, seen the UFO too. Oh, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I actually, like now I'm older, I hear some stories. A lot of people from Yandina um apparently have seen things, yeah. Well, I interviewed um, a man from Yandina who had seen Yowies a few times. So, yeah, um, I don't know. We kind of live out in the bush a bit. We're off like <laughs> on a big dirt road and I have, like ever since listening to your podcast, I've got my Yowie eyes looking all <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let me know if you see one. <laughs> um. All right, so I'll keep going with what I've got here. So after we sort of saw the black dots and stuff, that was it again. We just left it, didn't tell mum or dad or anything. And then my sister kept telling me that she was having these weird dreams. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, what about? And again, like she would only have been six at this time and I was 10. And she was saying, like, really scared. She would run into my room and in the middle of the night and say, oh, she's had a dream that there's these little skeletons out her window, little skeleton, like small skeletons all running around outside her window and knocking on her window. And I'm going, oh, that's, you know, it's a weird dream, but cool. And um, she kept telling me she would have these dreams, like, all the time. And they wanted her to come outside and stuff, and she was, like, terrified of these little skeletons. And then... I was sort of thinking about that and that terrified me at that age. Like I was starting to think like, are these little aliens that she's seeing or, you know? And then I started having really weird feelings. I'd wake up and just feel like someone was outside my window and I was terrified to pull back the curtain and look. And I never looked ever, but it was just this overwhelming feeling that something was outside my window. And at that point I told my mum, we told mum, and she just said, you know, they're just dreams, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. So she described, your sister described what she was dreaming on, dreaming of as skeletons. Mm-hmm. Did she give you any more detail? Did they... Like small, uh, like short little skeletons were like running around the yard and I'm thinking... <laughs> That's a really weird dream. But, you know, if you were to draw, and this is pretty out there, but, you know, if you were to draw a skeleton and perhaps what you would perceive in your brain as a little alien or something that you've yeah. seen on a movie or a book, they look quite similar. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was thinking, like a little grey. Um, yeah. Perhaps. And and after she'd been telling me this, I at no point had felt, you know, this feeling before and I was waking up nearly every night with this feeling that something was just at my window there and that kind of goes into my main story that I would that's the whole reason I've contacted you about this other story I have but it's down the track okay <laughs> so how how old are you at this stage with that overwhelm are you still 10 years old or is that a little still bit older? 10 we only lived yeah. at that home for like half a year because 
after all this started happening, my mum really hated living there. She didn't want to be there anymore. And, you know, at that age, I don't know why. I didn't know why. But as I've gotten older and spoken to her about it, she told me that she was feeling this really bad energy there or like a an energy that she didn't want to be around anymore. And her and my dad actually had a horrible, massive, big argument and they split up from living out there. That's why we actually moved out of there. And mum couldn't be there for one more day. Like she, I remember her yelling at dad, like, I will not stay here for one more night. And they ended up having this horrible big argument and they split up. And then, yeah, then mum had moved back to Pacific Paradise, which is just along the coastline inwards from um, Yandina. Um, And dad moved back to Coolum. And then that's when stuff started getting weird. (laughs) (laughs) Weirder. (laughs) Weirder, yes. Yeah, right. So, okay, cool. So, so <laughs> I'm dying to hear what, what happens next. Tell me. <laughs> well, so so then my mum has all of us. We all, we all went with mum. She got custody or whatever and dad was working away at this time so he couldn't have us, you know. And there's four of us. I'm, one, I'm the oldest of four. So then mum and all of us moved to a little home in Pacific Paradise and straight away I hated this home and I can't even like tell you why like it's it's just this feeling that I had all of the time and so now I'm only like 11 or 10 still and we moved to this home um and just weird things would happen all the time and this is when I started like seeing weird things my room was like at the very end of it was very just a long house so it was a lounge room say the left side of the house and it just had a very long hallway with bedrooms all along it and then my room was at the very end of the hallway and my back room um, had a little door that opened up into the backyard and then right next to the wall was the back gate so you could walk around the whole house so so yeah my room was at the very end where you could walk around the whole room and be either in the back or at the front and one night I'm laying there in bed with my door open and there's these glowing blue orbs cruising around up in the air in the hallway. And I'm like, what the F is that? (laughs) (laughs) What is, what is that? What the heck is that? They look like if you could imagine like, um, like a fairy light that's on that really like, it's a really pretty blue color and it's just, they were just, you know, dancing up and down the hallway and they were probably the size of like an apple like the size you could hold it in your palm and they were just flying up and down the hallway and I'm just laying there going what the hell and then they all flew into my mum's bedroom and I'm like oh my god <laughs> do I go do I call out to mum what do I do and I didn't call out to mum I just laid there and I would see these orbs I saw them probably three or four times in the same sort of in the middle of the night going up and down the hallway and then going into my mum's room and then eventually I told my mum about it because I was like mum I'm really scared Um, I've been seeing these blue lights and then she tells me she's seen them as well and I'm like cool I'm not crazy right so she'd (laughs) been seeing them in so she'd been seeing them in her bedroom entering Um, her bedroom so she would leave her bedroom door open and you know I didn't know this but she was leaving it open to watch them as well I'm going, oh, my God, Mum, like, there's a ghost. Like, I just thought, you know, it must be a ghost. 
and she just said, you know, don't worry about it. Don't be afraid of it. Just, just let's just close our doors and maybe we won't, you know, that it, it won't um, do anything else. And that was all that. And then my mum got into an argument somehow with the neighbours across the road from us and they were big drug users, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> and so then all this weird stuff started happening, happening around the home and mum and dad, oh, and so mum got like dad involved and he would come and stay a few times a night because she felt uncomfortable because she was thinking that these people across the road were doing stuff to kind of, I guess, mess with her. So, for example, because my bedroom was right at the end there where the back fence was, dad put a big padlock on the gate and it the whole gate would rattle and shake all night and the padlock on it would rattle and we could all hear it. Like, you know, when it's it's dead quiet in the middle of the night, all you can hear is that back gate rattling. Oh, and my bed, that's, that's and so my scary. Bed, I just got goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> and my bed is against the wall between the gate <laughs> And oh. me, like, <laughs> and I'm laying there. Like, I remember I used to just wrap the blanket right up around my head and just like nearly suffocate myself in the night because <laughs> I was just terrified. And I don't know, I don't remember what mum or dad used to do about that. Like, I remember telling them, but it was just like, oh, you know, just don't worry about it. It's the neighbors just harassing us. And <laughs> oh, it just sounds crazy. Um, and so. <laughs> Also, a few times my bedroom door, because it had one of those old style little keys that you put in. It's like got the cute little shape at the end and like a brass old key. Yeah, yeah. And so I like loved this little key and I hung it up on my chest of drawers and I just thought it was really cute. And then all of a sudden I'd, I'd close it every night before going to bed and I'd wake up and the back door would be open. And I'm thinking, no, I must, I swear I shut that last night. I swear I shut that. And so, and up, up until one night, so on the opposite side of the room where, where you've got the door on the opposite end, I had all um, like like sliding cupboards that had mirrors all on them. So the whole wall was like a big mirror and I've woken up and I'm looking just straight ahead in the mirror and the door opened up <laughs> and I'm like, nah. no, no, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. What the hell? And it didn't open up. It just slowly peeled open kind of thing. It was like a double door peeled open. And um, and this is not a dream. Like I wasn't asleep at this point. I was just, I had woken up to that. And so I've turned around, like looked at the door, gotten up, walked out it with both arms gone to grab like each side of the door to bring it back in to close it. And to my right where the gate is, I see this girl um, and she's in a white dress and she has dark long hair and she's crying like really loud, like, <laughs> like really upset crying. And she only looked about like a, like a child, like maybe a, a teenager, like my age at that time. And I'm just looking at it like, nah, nah, what is, what is who are you? <laughs> and I don't know if I said, who are you? Or if that was just my thought. But when I thought or said that, she just screamed. And I'm talking like like a supersonic scream. Like if you put your ear right next to a speaker and turned it right up. Um, and I just, 
shit myself basically <laughs> and ran back inside and slammed the door and ran down the hallway and like went and woke up my sisters and everyone and just made this big scene and mum's going what's wrong what's wrong and I didn't really tell her what happened then but I was just like no like I'm so scared I can't sleep in that room tonight <sighs> wow was the scream was the scream like an angry scream or an upset scream or an in pain oh. scream or or something more demonic sounding a, a a definite demonic sounding like like so when I've turned and seen her she's Oh, my God, I'm getting, like, goosebumps. Yeah, it, I'm but, getting goosebumps um, hearing it. <laughs> so um, from my memory, she wasn't, like, see-through or, um, like, a ghost. It was, like, seemed to be really there. Like, she seemed to be, like, I couldn't see through her. Yeah. And then when I've looked, like, when I'm, like, she was crying and I, it sounded so real, like, she was just there. And then when I thought, are you like who are you are you okay this it was like yeah just this scream and then I just like like went back inside like oh my god what did she look like I don't remember seeing a face or anything just long long hair and this like ratty old dirty white dress I guess from I don't know like if you could imagine like someone from like a ghost from the twenties or something you'd imagine. Yeah, right. And was did she have? Was her hair in plaits or was it loose? No, it it was like it. uh, From memory, it appeared to be like wet and like all kind of just draped down. If you had like fully wet hair after the shower, and it was all over her face and. Yeah, and could um, you could you see her hands and feet? I don't really remember that, no. That's okay. And when yeah. she when she screamed, did you see her face move no, or her mouth open? No, what I've tried to imagine. Like I've tried to think like, you know, was she? did she have her back to me or was she facing me? I can't really recall. But so that kind of correlates with, okay, so just the other day I told my mum, hey, I've then I've emailed this lady, there's this amazing podcast, you should listen to it, mm-hmm. I'm going to give her a call or whatever. And then I told, and she said, oh, what are you going to talk to her about? And I said, oh, fit of this, fit of that. Mm-hmm. And then she told me, which she'd never told me before, that she had seen that that exact same thing in the house as well, that exact same girl with the long dark hair and the white dress. And I'm looking at mum going, what the hell, mum, why have you never told me this? You know, I'm so dirty now. And she goes, oh, it, it terrified me. Yeah. And so mum told, oh, okay, so I'll go into what happened to mum after I've just told her about I was going to speak to you. Mum told me that she woke up one night with these three scratches from her ankle all the way up her thigh, all the way up to her thigh, down her leg one day. And they were like bloody and like had just been, had just happened to her and she'd just woken up and she was terrified. And after like the blue lights and all the weird things I'd been telling her, she went and saw um, a medium at this spiritual church that she found on the coast. And she said she went to this night, you know, not really knowing what to expect, but the medium come up to her and said, I need to speak to you after after my speech and mum just went oh well great I need to talk to you too (laughs) and he straight away said to her there is an evil entity in your in the house that you live in and she has hurt you and she and mum said like 
pulled up her dress and showed him the, the scratches and he just like went, oh my God, I have to come to your house. And mum told me that he did a salt circle around the whole property. Uh-huh. And after that, she never, we never had any more things like that go on. And I remember them just kind of stopping and that whole, the, like the rattling gate, all the weird things just stopped. And mum told me that she'd had that done. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> that's, that's proper. You know, you're getting into weird things if you're using the salt circle. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's proper exorcism shit, that is, isn't it? <laughs> Fully. And she said, well, it stopped all the stuff, didn't it? And I went, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wowee. That and, must have um, been really fun. I'd love to talk to your mum one day. Do you think, reckon she'd be up to having a chat about it? Oh, yeah, she's a full-blown <laughs> Oh, you'd probably need a couple hours. You'd have to jump in because she can, she can talk. <laughs> oh, that's, a, <laughs> that's fine. That's all right. Um, um, but there's another experience that my mum had that really blew me away. So one day when she'd taken us all to school in that same home, she and the way she told it to me too, like my mum is pretty out there, but she's not out there enough to like make up stuff if that makes sense so yeah. I've never known mum to tell a lie ever and so she goes to me um I'm, I'm vacuuming up the hallway and she was thinking to herself <laughs> that she doesn't like her lips and she was thinking oh I need to buy some new lipstick or something to jazz myself up <laughs> <laughs> and she said when she was vacuuming and thinking this a red a dark red Revlon lipstick got thrown at her from down the hallway and she didn't didn't own, she didn't have any lipstick and she wouldn't wear bright red. That's no, like. Wow. And she said she, she, she threw it in the bin and she went for a drive and had to go for a walk down the beach and like ground herself after that. She said that was really, that really scared her. Oh my God. Yes. And the fact that she's, she's only thinking that. And she didn't voice it. No. Yes, and something's something's responded by some, oh. somehow getting there, somehow materialising. Like, where did it come lipstick. from? Yeah. Yes. Where the hell did that lipstick come from? Was it taken from oh. someone else, or just that? Is that? Is I was just looking at mum with my drawer on the floor, going, yeah. "What? What? Why haven't you ever told me this?" <laughs> I wonder if it was a used lipstick or it was a new one. Like whether it was. Pinched. No, she said it was a brand new one. It was had, had right. it hadn't been opened. Right. And was it still in the bin when she came back? What was that? Sorry. Was it still in the bin? Like she said, she she threw it in the bin. Oh, right? I I don't. I'm not too sure. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> but um, oh god. So there was that. And now, all right. There's there's one more little bit to that house. Um, but this this stayed in my mind because it really wigged me out as well. So right next to where we lived was like all through Pacific Paradise, there's um, big drain systems that kind of uh, run through the estate. So just next to our house is this big drain and it's usually got, you know, yucky water and residue and whatever in it. There's a little bridge that went over to the other end of the street, like the cul-de-sac of the street. And I was standing on the little bridge one day, just throwing rocks into the, into the water and up the end, say maybe 20 metres up, up the little drain there was another big drain circle but it was sticking out of the water so you could like throw the rocks into the drain and they made this really cool noise and I, I, I found that out and I'm going oh cool so I'm sitting there pegging these rocks into the drain and they're going pew, 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 <laughs> down the drain and 
Next minute, this cat walks out of the drain, um, but it's like on the very edge, so it's in the middle of the circle where I can see. And I just kind of thought in my head, not in a not in a, a malicious way, but I thought, oh, you know, I wonder if I could hit the cat. <laughs> and I've, I'm not proud of this, but I've pegged this rock and it hit the cat and the cat fell into the water. <laughs> and, like, that was that. And I felt terrible. I'd killed this cat and I was just bawling my eyes out and I ran back inside and just said, oh, my God, Mum, I'm so upset. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. And then two weeks, about two weeks later, because I was still feeling so terrible about this, this cat come out, come, it just appeared in our, so we had like a tree in our front yard and it had leant over on a branch so much that it could sit on it and the branch would bend down so it was in line with our front window. <laughs> so we're all sitting on the lounge one morning and I'm looking out the window and I'm like, what the hell? There's this huge white cat on this tree branch just looking in the window at me and I just shit myself. I'm like, oh, my God, this cat's come back to haunt me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this, I didn't, I didn't interact with it at all. I just felt really, like, uncomfortable about it doing that and it sat in this tree and didn't leave for days. I don't really remember exactly how long but it was there for days and days and days and we all saw it. And like mum would, would leave some tuna in a can out for it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not having nothing to do with this cat. And eventually it just went away. But that was too weird for me. That really scared me when I was a kid. Yeah. So, and it was the same cat as, as the one you... Well, no, I don't remember it being this. I don't remember the one in the drain being fully white like this. And so the so one in weird. the one in the tree, you, you said your yeah. mum was putting food out for it. Did it? actually come down and eat the food or was it I don't think so it just sat there on this branch like um all legs like tucked in on this really skinny branch and it was just enough for it to weigh it down but not snap how strange it was so bizarre (laughs) I don't really like cats now actually (laughs) and I'm like I wonder if I if I you know I thought it was some sort of weird thing because I killed that cat but Well, you don't know if you killed it, though. Like, cats can, well, can swim <laughs> in a pinch. <laughs> That's true, but I, well, I hope it. Well, maybe you just have to be nice to every cat you see now as, as um, well, my mum paying has back that cats. karma. <laughs> yes, well, my mum has two cats that are very beautiful. She loves she. She loves her cat, so I'm always like extra nice over there. <laughs> 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 Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You and your mum and your sister potentially have, mm. are all sensitive people to to those kinds of energies. My brother as well. My brother's brother. the youngest yeah. and he has had some more the absolutely weirdest stories I've ever heard. And he's he's only nineteen. Um yeah, right. and this all kinda of happened to him between the ages of sixteen and, and now. And we've only kind of because I'm a bit old, I'm like ten years older, you know, and the whole mum and dad thing, I was out of home young and etc. and he still lives with my mum. So there was that bit of a time where we didn't um, we weren't very close and so now when he t- he opens up and tells me all this stuff I was just like oh my god you should have told me when that was you know I could have been there for you yeah. but one of those things when you're young you don't don't know well it sounds like I might have to have a chat to everyone in your family yeah honestly. <laughs> it sounds like you've got lots of interesting stories to tell Wow, hey. So how Um, do you feel now, like the house that you're living in now, what's the energy like there? Are you getting any strange things going on there? Well, no, I've never never had a feeling where I've felt, say, like, you know, in in danger or um, that there's something bad around me or anything like that. Like my partner and I live out um, in like a bit of a shed out near Yandina at the moment actually and it's beautiful and the land that we're on, the owners of the land, they told us that because um, we live on this little mountain called Dunathan Rock and up the top of the mountain there's these big beautiful pool sort of shapes up in the rock and apparently this that this is where the Aboriginal ladies used to come and um, give birth in these big birthing oh, right. pools on the rock. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but the property in this area is just it feels really beautiful. Like the energy here is really lovely, and there's lots of animals. So no, I wouldn't say I've ever felt that feeling since I was probably about seventeen. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Oh wait, wait, but the oh, okay, I'll get to the the next part. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, so okay after the cat. Okay, so after all of this was going on in that home mum had moved out and my grandparents had bought a home in Pacific Paradise and mum started renting that and at the time just being that age where I didn't want to be at home and there was dramas and everything I moved in with my dad um, which I hadn't lived with for like five years so it was kind of a new fun thing and he just lived over in Coolum Beach so he'd made up a little room for me at his house and everything and I'd probably been there a couple months. And my dad is a big black mouldy man. <laughs> he's a he's a big fella. And he snores like a, a bear. You can hear him <laughs> a mile away. So I was getting used to the whole sleeping at dad's house while he snores all night thing. And so it come kind of like a nice feeling where I would enjoy, you know, I felt safe that I could he- hear him snoring. Hmm. So one night we've gone to bed, school night. It's just a a little duplex where Dad lived and his room was only two metres down the hallway from mine. I've gone to bed. I can hear Dad snoring away in there and just in that state where you're just thinking about the day laying down. And my bedroom window went bam, bam, bam. 
and the whole glass rattled and everything. And like, I, I was just like, whoa, whoa, what's that? Who's that? And my friend lived around the corner and sometimes she'd like, drop in and scare me or, or yell through the window or something. And I thought, oh, it's my friend Jackie. And I'm waiting. I'm thinking, oh, she'll come around the front now and knock on the door. So I'm sort of sitting there waiting for her. And Dad's back fence has these little chime things on it. So when you open it, you hear the chimes. So I've heard the side gate open and the chimes go. And I'm going, oh, okay, she's going around the back. That's that's She wouldn't usually do that. And then I'm waiting, waiting. And then Dad's security door there, it's like just one of like your, your typical medical... Uh, metal security doors he used to keep the key in it on the inside and it makes this big like chink noise when you turn the key it's quite hard to do Mm -hmm. so you can hear anyone you can't sneak out of dad's home trust me (laughs) (laughs) um and so the door and so the key's gone and the door's open and I'm laying there going how she wouldn't have a key and the key's always in the door and I'm trying to think what the hell's happening and then just in the hallway, Dad had these little um, wooden, like a curtain, uh, like a beaded curtain hanging in the hallway there. And I hear the beads, like the wooden beads rattle mm. and move. And I'm just thinking, what the hell? And this is this is the part, this is the main story I wanted to speak to you about today because it wasn't a dream. And no matter what I, no matter what I tell anyone, <laughs> it's hard to explain that it wasn't a dream. Because it does sound like one. Um, so at this point, the whole energy, if you would like to call it that, changed. And like something's at my bedroom door at this point and I'm laying in my bed and the whole kind of energy changed. And then my bedroom door opens and I'm like, oh, my God, they're here. Like I remember thinking that they are here. And I still don't know what that means. <laughs> and so I sat up right with my feet like over the edge of the bed on the floor and my head looking down at my feet. And I get this feeling of like there's two tall someone or other standing there and I have to go with them. And I don't have never felt this feeling before. I don't know what's happening. I'm like moving, but I'm not making my body move. Like I stand up and my head is like right down, like ch- like my chin against my chest. All I can see is like my feet and the floor. And I walk out of my bedroom door and I'm just thinking, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? Like what is happening? And I just think, I'll just open dad's door and just get his attention as I'm walking down the hallway. And so I reach out and grab dad's door handle, open it, fling the door open. And I'm like, dad, 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 dad. And I can see and hear him laying there asleep. And then, (laughs) and then all of a sudden I'm like whooshed back out of the room that's the best way I can explain it like the door slammed and I was kind of like whooshed back out of the room and head down again and kept walking out through the lounge room through the kitchen out to the back door and at this point I'm like I'm like what is happening like what is happening right now why can't I control my body and I've sort of taken that step off the back 
door, like out of the back door onto the onto the ground out the back. And that was kind of the feeling of like, oh my god, Lily, where are you? Like, where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> and then that was kind of that. So how did that? And then how did that end? <laughs> did you well, wake up in the back garden or? Well, so I've woken up in the morning at like five in my bed and I'm like sat straight up like, <gasps> and I'm like, dad, dad, dad. And I've burst out of my room, run into the kitchen and he's dad making a cup of tea and he's like, whoa, 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 steady on. What's going on? And I said, oh my God, dad, something really weird happened last night. I tried to wake you up. Like, uh, I don't know what's happened. And he, he just went, oh God, like, are you all right? And he goes, I think you've had a bad dream. And I'm like, no, Dad, like this wasn't a dream. And I just kind of went back in my room. I was a bit upset just thinking, what the hell? Like, was was that a dream? Like, But it was like a, the fear. It was more of the feeling, if that makes sense. Like I know in my heart that I was awake. You know, when you think back to a dream and you can remember it being a dream, this was like a, me- you know, it's a proper memory. And so anyway, I've gone back into my room and I'm laying there. I might have been having a cry on my bed or something. I'm just like, what the hell was that? And then I remember, like, it was kind of like a like flashback to it. And um, I'm, like, sitting with my legs crossed looking out of this window. I'm sitting on the floor looking out of this rectangle window in front of me. If you could imagine perhaps, like, the Grand Canyon in America mm-hmm. where it's just kind of big canyons into the earth that's what I'm looking at out this window and in my head I'm thinking oh my god I don't want to go back I don't I don't want to go back to school that's what I said I don't want to go back to school and then there's this other voice that I don't know who or what and it's like telling me that it's okay you have to go back to school you don't have much longer because I'm like 16 at this age and I was in high school and, yeah, there's this voice in my head that I can hear and remember telling me that it's okay, you don't have much longer to go, like, it's okay. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right, it's okay. And I'm just looking out of this window and then that's all that I remember. Right, <laughs> wow. So did you have, oh did you notice any, did you notice any marks on your body anywhere after that? No, no, but listening to uh, a couple of years later after that happened, I was listening to something else about abductions or something, alien abductions, mm-hmm. and there was this man talking about he had had a similar experience and he, you, that we are not allowed to look at them, like he wasn't allowed to look at them. And that kind of, kind of just like shocked and reminded me that like, I could not lift my head. Like I wasn't allowed to look at any, you know, all I could see was my feet. And then that kind of brought back this feeling of like, I could imagine, I could nearly, um, they, they were taller than me. Uh, this is just an impression that I feel not so much what I'm physically saw. I felt they were taller than me um, and were wearing like, like a big, like a, not a dress, but say like a big robe or something. And there was two and they were like, I didn't feel in fear. I felt like I knew them. Like it was like, oh my God, they're here again. That was, that's what kind of wigs me out the most. Cause I'm thinking back to when I'm 10 in the Andina and I see these weird things. I'm thinking it's just a reoccurring thing. What the hell? Like, (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's sort of over the years and I've kind of, you know, it's always in the back of my mind, but I keep kind of remembering things about it and getting this that same like, you know, when you get that little rush and your feet get hot when you get a bit of like adrenaline and your hands get a bit clammy. Mm-hmm. Every now and then when I think about it, I get that feeling out of nowhere and it's really hard to shake off. Yeah, so I don't know. There's something there. <laughs> Definitely something there. Have you Have you reached out to any of the organisations that, that, you know, collate alien abduction stories? Not so much, but in Yandino out near Wappa Falls, there's a, an observatory um, and they've got like a big telescope and they do um, UFO sighting tours oh, and things right. like this. And I gave them an email and a call once and spoke to them about what I'd seen when I was a kid, you know, a bit like what we're doing now, but I was younger and he just sort of went, yeah, yeah, no, I believe you. And that was kind of that, you know, I just wanted someone else to say, you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not crazy. I no. I actually interviewed recently, He's, he's he'll be on the show in the next week or two, Damien Douglas. Now, he runs a group mm-hmm. for like an outreach support group for people who've been abducted and he has been himself. And if you're interested, I can wow. put you in touch with him. So he, he has a little bit, well, he has a lot more expertise in that area than I do, so if you if you are interested in that talking, would be talk, awesome, yeah. yeah, talking to other people, he might be able to put you in touch with other people as well who've had similar experiences. One of the most important things I find for people who have your kind of experience and the Yowie kind of experience is that it, people often feel really alone and afraid of telling people because of the ridicule that they cop if they do. So, oh, of course, no one wants to be the crazy one. You no, know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, and I've told a couple friends and stuff, and like we're all pretty normal, I guess. But I guess maybe at this age, it's not something you'd talk about so much. Like, I don't know if a lot of my friends would probably, oh, they probably would believe in it. Yeah, I think it's yeah, happening way more than you realise. Um, I, I talk, I'm yeah. talking to yeah. more and more people who contact me about Yowie stuff but also then happen to have um, weird, strange alien stories, abduction stories, UFO stories. A lot of these things seem to be connected somehow. I'm not quite sure what the connection is yet. But oh, I, I hope one day that we get some sort of answer in the right direction because it's so interesting. Isn't it interesting? I've, I've, I listen to all your podcasts. with my. I'm like sitting there at the radio like a little girl, like with my jaw <laughs> dropped, just going, oh, my <laughs> goodness, this is incredible. And, yeah, like you said, it must be happening a lot more to people and becoming more aware of it, I guess. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And so do you? how do you feel now – do you, do you feel like it might happen again? Are you are you li- oh, living in right. fear? <laughs> living in fear, or are you okay about it? No, no, I would. I'm not afraid of it at all. If anything, like now I'm a bit older and I realise, you know, I've learned a bit more about it or heard a bit more about it. I'm kind of even more intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually have. I, so we've lived at this spot where we are now in Dunedin Rock for maybe nearly a year, or just over a year. And say back in November last year, I pulled up into the driveway and it kind of looks up onto the property is going up a hill. It's all all on a hill and we're at the bottom of it. And I'm driving up the driveway and I see these three spinning lights in the same spot in the sky about maybe, oh, from my position looking up the hill, it didn't look too far, but they could have been 
further up the hill in, in the sky. But um, so it's three spinning lights spinning on the spot going around one after another. And I captured a little video of it for one second, but, and I'll send it to you if you like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I'm driving up the driveway, I'm looking at this, these lights and I'm just going, you're joking. Like, no, 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 not at my house, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the home from the driveway is only like 100 metres and I'm looking at it and I'm yelling out the window to my partner. I'm like, Nate, Nate, get out here. And I've gone, oh, my God, where's my phone? And it's in my backpack in the back seat and I'm rummaging around trying to find it, whipped it around, started filming, and the second I did, it just goes behind a little bit of a tree and then, and then disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, that one pretty much wigged me out. That's probably been my most recent, yeah, that's what kind of brought it back up to my attention just recently. I'm like, oh, my God. And then... After that, I told my partner and he was like, oh, shit, you know, like, <laughs> that's really scary. And I'm like, no, you know, don't be afraid of it or whatever. I don't know what it is. Could have been anything up there. But I found myself, and this sounds really weird because I don't even remember, like, thinking to myself or planning to do this, but I found myself going to bed, like, having a shower, wearing, like, my nice pajamas, if you'd like, like, you know, wearing something and feeling really nice before going to bed and then I'm looking back at that thinking was I in my subconscious something like getting ready to go somewhere in the yeah, night you're right. <laughs> do you know what I mean like yeah. and when I think back to that I was in a bit of a weird like I after seeing the lights I was in this kind of like a late like you know I was ha- I was feeling a bit excited because I hadn't seen something like that since I was 10 at Yandina so I don't know. It weighed me. It just wigged me. I wasn't sure if I was prepping to go somewhere subconsciously or if I did or anything like that. I don't remember. No. So with the with the experience at your dad's place when you feel mm-hmm. like you, you, you might have been taken somewhere, how, how old mm-hmm. were you then? Um, 16. You were 16. With the – you mentioned that the – the beings that you saw but couldn't actually look up and see the faces on, Hmm. they were wearing robes. What colour were they? Can you remember any more detail Hmm. about what you saw? From, like, the feeling I got, it was kind of all, like, shadowed out. Like, I couldn't particularly see. I didn't actually see them. It was more of, like, I could just feel that they were right there behind me, like, walking me out of the house. Right. So I, it just feels kind of like they were like shadowed out, so I couldn't see them. Mm-hmm. And after listening to that other, this other random man speak about what he experienced, and he was saying that whatever you know, they they perhaps didn't want him to, to see them and get scared. Do you know what I mean? Like, so perhaps they were, you know, if she sees us, she's going to wig out. <laughs> yes. So we'll just head down. We'll send her off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And, with, and it feels really weird and strange to think that perhaps that might have actually happened. I'm like, little old me, little old nobody <laughs> could have been abducted by it. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're special. You're not just little old you. I, 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 look, and, and you're not alone, though. That Please take comfort in that. that oh, yeah. yeah you're you're yeah, not I don't alone. It's, it's, ha- at all. it's happening to a lot of people. And I don't necessarily think it's all for nefarious purposes either. I, I think 
some of these some of these abductions seem to be for for positive things or things that aren't harmful to to us to humans um, um, yeah yeah i I feel that um when I'm looking at in in the scene while I was looking at the window, I felt very like they were taking me back home after spending some time oh god that sounds strange but I got the feeling of like you know I wasn't in danger and they were saying to me like it's okay like you're nearly finished with school like that that was the conversation like how bizarre (laughs) yeah it 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 gives me the feeling of perhaps like a family member saying oh don't worry love you've only got a couple of years to go you'll be yeah you know it it, 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 there's a it sounds kind of something they knew about how old you were and when you'd be finishing school. Yeah, like I, it sounds crazy, but looking back on it, I felt like I knew, like when they, when I had that initial feeling when the whole energy kind of changed before they, before my door opened, it was like, oh no, they're here again. So it must have been, you know, I must have known them from somewhere. Yeah, I wonder if that, is it, oh no, they're here again, is that a, is that a fear feeling or is it? I guess it was more of a like a shock feeling because I had never felt like I believe in energy and I believe in, I guess, spirituality and that, but I had never felt that's the, I can still remember. And that's the first time I'd ever felt like a whole energy of the room change, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that mm. window the rectangular window you said you were looking out of and it looked a bit like the Grand Canyon, mm. was that – what What do you think you were looking out on? Was that <laughs> – Who knows? Planet oh, Earth or somewhere else? Was it the moon? Um, what, uh, if I can – like it was like red dirt. Like like I've, I've since Googled and, and looked up um, videos of, say, drones or, you know um, – of, of the of the Grand Canyon in America, mm-hmm. and that's exactly it. That's really interesting. I wonder if it was the Grand Canyon <laughs> or somewhere else. <laughs> and like I t- like I've, I remember I told my partner about this whole story, and he's looking at me with you know one eyebrow up, and he's going, "Well, how you know? How, how do you know that was the Grand?" And I'm like, "I don't know it was the Grand Canyon. I'm just I've never even been there. That's you know the only thing I can kind of relate it to." And yeah. so it's red, red-looking dirt. Yeah, red, yeah, red dirt with like big, um, I guess, canyons down into the earth and big steep we just, cliffs. Yeah, yeah, like you know how um, I don't know in movies and stuff out in the desert they always have like weird rocks at weird sort of sh- shapes mm-hmm. randomly in the desert. Yeah, like they'd been blown, you know, by wind or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just all like that. Yeah. Could you see and any I, vegetation? No. How, how how high how high do you reckon you were above it? Was it a long it way or just hovering just no, above? Like I, it was quite like I can remember it quite vividly. Like um, not as high as an aeroplane or anything. No, like when you're looking at say the city out of an aeroplane window, it was much much closer than that. Right, maybe like one of those. If you take a, a helicopter or a joy flight over the Grand Canyon, maybe something. Yes, yes, that kind of spec. Yeah. Right. And it, when you were sitting, you said you were sitting cross-legged, didn't you, looking out that window? Yeah, like with my hand on my, like my um, like my hand cupping my face and like a little kid would be like sitting there all 
like a little kid having a tantrum. That's what I, that's ah, what, how I remember it. Right. Like I'm sitting there like, like all huffy. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to go back to school. And they're like, it's okay. You're nearly finished. Like you're nearly done. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Do you remember what you were sitting on? Uh, just like the floor, like, um, no, not really. Like I wasn't sitting on a chair or anything. I was just seemed to be like the floor and then this big rectangle window and that's all I can. Do you remember being comfortable or uncomfortable, like cold or or hot or? Well, oh, sorry. Yeah. This is the other thing I've written down here. I don't remember wearing, I don't know if I had any clothes on that, that, that was, that's right. So I usually... Like going, I used to love, um, I, just, I just love wearing pyjamas. That used to be like my thing when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get your cute pyjamas and you feel all cute wearing them. I used to wear them to bed. And when I woke up in my house in the morning, I had my pyjamas on. But when I'm sitting there imagining myself at the window, I don't think I had any clothes on. And is there any other details of that that you can remember? No, that's, I think that's about all. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all. Gosh, it's so weird to even think back and I get a bit even shaky when I'm yeah, talking I'm, about it. I'm not surprised. I would be getting shaky too talking about it. Uh, it's quite a it's quite a freaky thing if that's, you know, if that's what happened. And it sounds to me like it sounds similar to what other people have experienced. So it does make me think that that's maybe what happened. Yeah. I mean, that's the only conclusion I can come to. And I'm not particularly like... Um, I mean, I'm pretty weird, I guess. I like to believe in all that sort of stuff and the paranormal. But, you know, it's not something I sit here and dwell on and think, oh, you know, I, I could have been abducted. It's something I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not terribly, like, you know, excited about I want to go tell everyone about it. But it's something that I'd like to tell someone. So thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing. It's an absolute honour to, to hear your story. Oh God! What a bizarre world we live in. Hey? We do, we do, and and you know what? The it it's be, the more stories I hear, the more, the weirder I realise everything is. There's way more going on than than the average human being see. yeah. sees or feels or notices. But I think once you start becoming aware that there there is way more out there that we can't perceive and we can't see, that actually starts opening your eyes and you do start noticing things. That's certainly what happened to me anyway. I, I notice a lot more little details of strange things. Uh, and I, I'm in the privileged position of getting to, to speak to all these lovely people who've had the most yeah, incredible cool things happen. Yeah, what a cool job you have. Yeah, oh, it's pretty I'm cool. of you. Uh-huh. That's so cool. It's, it's, Must be a little bit, sh- I, perhaps not stressful, but perhaps draining sometimes. Oh, yeah, it is a little bit because I was a, a social worker for a long time and I'd, I worked in victims of violent crime. So I supported oh, wow. family members of, of homicide victims and um, people who'd been sexually assaulted as children and, and, you know, some really nasty, horrible stuff. So I'm, I'm trained to, to, to deal with, to handle it, yeah. to handle it. Definitely, things things always have an impact, but I'm 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 pretty good at um, at being there and giving the the person who's who's telling me their stories all of my attention and and goodwill and good energy. But I'm I'm still keeping a bit of a barrier so it doesn't drain everything oh, out of me. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, Lily, that um, I, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, yeah, back at you. Thank you. That's just yeah, it's so weird to be able to talk about this sort of stuff to someone who who understands a bit. You know that. Yeah. Like you said, you're used, you're used to hearing weird stuff. So I really appreciate your time today, Sarah. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> I was I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I really want to go on the podcast, but I do want to share my story, but I guess that's pretty cool. <laughs> do you know, though, that you've, you've actually done a really good deed because someone out there will be listening and will suddenly go, this is actually, this happened to me and I haven't been able to tell anybody about it. Maybe I can share it. Maybe I can because you know when you when you're able True, to share yeah. something like that you feel so much better and so much lighter when you've been able to share and you've been able to talk about it with someone so by sharing your story you will help people who are haven't been able to share it with anybody they might then reach out to me and and share it so it's pretty it's important what you've done <laughs> And that was Lily. Remember, if you've had experiences like Lily with aliens or ghosts or UFOs or, or you've seen a Yowie or any other mysterious encounter that you'd like to share with the Yowie Central listeners, get in touch with me via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group. Well, that's it for this week, folks. Yowie Central will be back next Wednesday. I'll catch you next week. Stay safe. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. It won't be worth a dime when you're sucking the blood right out of your spine.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.